Just one month after the end of World War II, the Detroit Tigers took the field against the Chicago Cubs for the first game of the 1945 World Series. For the Tigers, it was their first trip back to the Fall Classic since they lost to the Cincinnati Reds in the 1940 World Series. For the Cubs, it was their first trip back since they were swept by the New York Yankees in 1938. Both the Tigers and the Cubs were so depleted of players who were serving in the military that Chicago sports writer Warren Brown, when asked for his World Series prediction, quipped that he didn't think either team could win it. Fortunately for the Tigers, future Hall of Famer Hank Greenberg, the first Major League player to enlist after the attack on Pearl Harbor, had been released from the service in June. Greenberg, after his return, had sparked the Tigers to the 1945 pennant. Fortunately for the Cubs, the Cardinals lost Stan Musial to the military for the 1945 season. The Cardinals had won three National League pennants and two World Series during the war years, but without Musial, they could do no better in 1945 than second place, three games behind the Cubs, who had won 98 games, a 23-game improvement over the 1944 season. The Cubs were led by Phil Cavaretta, who was Mr. Cub long before Ernie Banks earned the title. Cavaretta made his debut with the Cubs in 1934 at the age of 18, just months after graduating from Lane Tech on Chicago's north side. In 1945, he hit 355, still the highest average for a left-hand batter in Cubs history, and won the National League MVP award. The Cubs also had an all-star pitcher in Hank Bowery, who had been acquired from the Yankees in July for $100,000. Bowery, after going 10-5 with the Yankees, had an 11-2 record with the Cubs, and was the Cubs' starting pitcher in the first game of the 1945 World Series. His opponent on the mound was Hal Neuhauser, who'd won the American League MVP award for the second season in a row. With Bowery pitching a shutout and Cavaretta hitting a home run, the Cubs easily won the opening game 9-0, but the Tigers, sparked by a Greenberg home run, bounced back to win game two. The Cubs won game three, but the Tigers tied the series by winning game four and took a 3-2 series lead by defeating Bowery in Game 5. In danger of losing their seventh consecutive World Series since they defeated the Tigers in 1908, the Cubs won a dramatic 8-7 victory in 12 innings to tie the series. In the game, Hank Bowery, pitching on one day's rest, shut out the Tigers through the last four innings until the Cubs finally won on a double by all-star third baseman Stan Hack. With the 1945 World Series down to a seventh and deciding game, Cubs manager Charlie Grimm decided to start Hank Bowery against Tiger ace Hal Neuhauser, even though Bowery had pitched in games five and six. The move backfired when a tired arm Bowery gave up base hits to the first three Tiger batters and was taken out of the game. By the time the Tigers were retired in the first inning, they scored five runs on their way to an easy 9-3 victory and the 1945 World Series title. The 41,590 Cub fans at Wrigley Field that day were sorely disappointed, but no doubt left the ballpark with the feeling that they'd soon have another chance to see the Cubs play in the World Series. It's been over 70 years since the 1945 World Series, but in baseball, Billy Goat curse or no Billy Goat curse, there's always next year. In 1945, I was six years old and dreamed of being a fighter pilot and shooting down Zeros and Messerschmitts even though the war was ending. My wife Anita was a two-year-old Shirley Temple look-alike who danced on top of a bar for her sailor father when the war came to an end. I never became a fighter pilot and over the years developed an intense fear of flying. Anita didn't become the next Shirley Temple, 
but she put on plays with her first grade students and watched our daughter Amy star on the stage in college. Cub fans are still waiting for the next World Series, but 2016 may, for the first time since the end of World War II, be the year where they won't have to wait until next year. A few may even dance on top of a bar. This is B. Peterson for Reading Baseball.